First of all, thank you guys, everybody, for coming. What a huge blessing. Isn't it great to partner with God and pray? Hallelujah. And, you know, as we've been discussing, um, you know, that partnership that we have with the Lord and the Spirit of God that He's placed within us is so vitally important. You know, that prayer aspect in, um, in God's plans and purposes coming to pass. And I know Pastor Alan and Claire are so blessed and grateful for your prayer supply and for you guys just making that commitment to come out and be a part of prayer. And So anyway, thank you for coming. That's just exciting. We're going to focus um, tonight in our praying again for the church. Um, I know um, those of you that have been with us a couple times that I've been here at last, we've been out and about in Europe. But, um, but one of the focuses was really um, the outreach of the church. And, you know, God places, um, he raises up churches and he places churches um, within cities and areas um, because he wants he wants the light. He wants his influence to influence the city, doesn't he? And it's the local church is the vehicle through through which he he you know initially comes and 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 makes his word known, makes brings forth that light, right, to dispel darkness. And we know that the more light, when light comes in, darkness goes. And so it's not. You know, it's not a ma- so much a, ma- um, a matter of, oh, we're trying to bind, you know, darkness. When light comes, darkness goes, right? And so praying for that increase of light and that expansion, or we could say the fullness of what God has called this church to do, by praying into God's plan, it's going to further... Um, further the light that's coming out of this place. And by that, of course, we mean through the word, don't we? And as that's increased, it changes. I know Pastor Allen, you know, kind of mentioned that this morning, but it's like as the church becomes stronger, and you are the church. We talk about a church. It's, church is not a building. It's not, you know, but it's made up of believers, isn't it? And as the people within the church become more matured and become stronger, their influence grows. And as you grow stronger and your influence grows, part of what you're going to see, part of the fruit in a Christian that's grown up is that they, instead of being very me-minded, they become very other people-minded. And you know how little children are. Little children, they think the whole world revolves around them, don't they? Have you ever noticed that? You know, when they're playing, if you put two little little ones together, you know, and they're just starting to play, some of the first things that they learn when they have a toy is they'll grab it and they'll say, what? Mine. Because the whole world, their world revolves around them, doesn't it? And you know what? As we come into the kingdom, we come into the kingdom as babies, and we get really excited about what God's done for us and how much God loves us and all the things he's provided for us, and we think church is ours. But church is here to equip us to be a blessing to the world, right? To grow up and be a blessing to the world. So let's read a couple (laughs) scriptures together, and then we'll pray from there. Is that good? Praise God. All right, Mark, no, Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, 
And it says in verse 18, Then Jesus came and spoke to them, his disciples, of course, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And lo, I am with you, um, even unto the end of the world. Let me read it, um, verse, verse 19 from the Amplified. I like this. It says, Go then and make disciples. Make disciples. And so, you know, when we talk about discipleship, that's more than just leading somebody to the Lord. And I want to encourage you, as we're praying about reaching out, it is about getting people born again. We want to see people come into the kingdom, but that's not all there is, is there? We want to see them not only come into the kingdom, but we want to see them grow up. We want to see them grow up in the truths, the same truths that we're being taught and that, that's changing our life. How many of you have been changed by the word that's being preached through this church? And I loved, you know, um, uh, when, when Pastor Allen was speaking this morning and he was just talking about knowing your authority and the power of words and taking your authority you know what? There's so many Christians that don't have that truth. They don't know that. They really think they know that they're born again, but you know they see themselves very much as victims. They're just victims to circumstances and victims to things that come along. But we don't have to be victims. That's the good news. We've been given authority and dominion. But these are truths: how to be led by the Spirit. You know that healing belongs to us, that God's given us the abundant life, all these wonderful truths that we've come to know. God's heart and mind is that others would grow up in these things. Let's look at a a few other scriptures. Let's go to the end of Mark. So Mark chapter 16. You brought your Bibles, right? Because effective prayer is always going to be based on the Word of God, isn't it? So if we want to be really effective, we've got to know scripturally what legs we're standing on. When we make our case and when we're in prayer, the way that we can pray with confidence is to know what God's word says. All right? So that we pray with confidence because we know the word. All right. So then, Mark chapter 16. And this is well known. And it says, verse 15. And Jesus, he said unto them, go into all the world. Now, you know, a lot of times we expect everybody to come into the church, but I want you to know that God says the church is to go to the world. You know, a lot of people are not going to come to church because they don't even understand how valuable church will be to their life. They don't get that. And so, you know what, if the opportunity go, is, you know, there for them to go shopping or to go out to breakfast, or if there's a match being played, you know, then you know what, that's what they're going to choose to do because that to them is more valuable. They don't understand the value, all right? So, it says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and, believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. And we need to be believing this. God is a God of signs. He is. He's a God of signs. 
He's, I like to say this, I don't know if they have this here, but in the States, in school, they have something called show and tell. Do you have that here? Yeah. Okay. And that's where, isn't it great, kids bring in things that are really precious to them, and they show everybody, and they tell it about whatever that is. And you know what? God's a show and tell God. This isn't just a message of words. It's a message of demonstration. And when we talk about reaching out into the community, you know, signs, what do signs do along the road? What do signs do? They give you direction. That's right. What else do they do? Warning. What else do they do? Advertise. So you know what? The bottom line is signs get your attention, don't they? And you know what? Signs and wonders, when somebody's healed, that gets their attention. When someone's delivered, that gets their attention. When you move in the gifts of the Spirit with a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom, that gets people's attention. And then what happens? They begin to be all ears. They want to hear the message that you're bringing. So as we're praying today about the outreach of this church, it's the Word of God in power and in demonstration. And that's not just through leadership or through pastors Alan and Clara. Thank God they operate in these things. But this is the believer's ministry. Every believer. These signs are to follow those that believe. And then it goes on and says, In my name they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. And then it goes on and says, So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven, sat on the right hand of God, and they went forth. What did they do? They acted on the word. All right? They acted on the word, and it says they preached everywhere, and look what happened because they acted on the word. The Lord working with them. Do you know the Lord wants to work with you? He wants to work with you. We often say we want to work with him, but he wants to work with us. And he works with us as we step out on his word. When we step out on his word, he honors his word and he works with us to bring his word to pass. So it says, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. God is a God of confirmation. He wants to confirm his word. The message of healing, he wants to confirm it. The message of salvation, the baptism in the Holy Ghost, you know, uh, deliverance from things. People, lots of people with addictions nowadays, aren't there? Lots of people, all kinds of addictions. It's just another way that Satan has them bound. But God loves them. And he wants to loose them and let them go. And you remember the story of Lazarus? Remember when he died and Jesus came? And they said, Lord, if you would have come sooner, our brother wouldn't have died. And remember that Jesus called, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth, but do you remember what condition he was in when he came forth? He was what? He he, he was raised up. He was alive. But what else? He was still bound. 
Sometimes we pray for people and they get born again. People come into the kingdom. But because they don't have much knowledge of the word, in effect, they're still bound. Has Jesus set them free? Yeah, but they don't know that yet. And Jesus said to his disciples, you loose him and let him go. And he's saying the same thing today. Only Jesus coming into someone's life can give them a new spirit. But he's commissioned the church to loose people and let them go. We've been given authority to do that. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord.